0: Hi everyone and welcome to the Ukula on the Ground podcast. My name is Aldrin Guerrero. Joining me are Mr. Aaron, the voice now. Say what's up, Aaron. What's up? And Mr. Kahai, the legend Ferguson. Say what's up, Kahai. What's up? All right. So it's Aloha Thursday. You know what that means? Kahai, no. <laughs> <That's... laughs> can I get some coffee, please? Let's jam our first song. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wrong, wrong show. Actually, oh. wrong okay. Uh, no, I was like, I was right up there with the energy. I'm like, wait, what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> You gotta psych yourself up. yeah i you know it. try to like you know that okay let's go drop or drop type especially last know, week right yeah you're like
1: i you ate what did you eat like the brownies? it's the brownie that
0: um that jim and ida yeah. shout out to jim and ida because awesome yeah. you know like regular we, ca- we keep having to like make, <laughs> make sure to specify it as regular brownies i've i would that would be a completely different show i don't think there'd be a show you know like, <laughs> if i had like special brownies i'd be like no i think i'm just gonna lay down and take a nap or something or so i've heard you know like so <laughs> That's this, like, it, this is the opposite this is like sugar in my system kind of brownie when
1: you, when you say special brownie you mean like the ones with like peanuts in them right yes peanuts yeah,
0: yeah. very okay. sedative yeah the fan. Yeah. okay <laughs> But yeah, so um, welcome to the Ukulele Ground Podcast. What we do here is uh, we like to talk ukulele. Uh, We answer any and all of your questions. um, We'll try to answer them as best as we can. Um, My opinions, the other two guys' opinions, we'll come up with a super opinion just for you. But that's basically what it is. These are opinions. They may sound like answers, but really they're just opinions of three random guys on the internet. But, you know, three guys that have been playing ukulele for a while. So maybe we might know the answer. Maybe not. Right, Kahai? Mm -hmm. i just you know i just don't want to i just want to be responsible for like something later on like hey these guys told me to do this and it's like completely wrong yeah "Yeah." it's like
1: (laughs) what is that pole vaulting you don't want to set the the bar high right yeah you (laughs) know like let's let's first let's get off the ground and over (laughs) the i don't
0: do as much uh, or as, as, uh, as the least amount of backtracking as possible. Cause if I'm upfront with saying that like, these are opinions and people were like, well, they did say that these are opinions, you know? But yeah, we'll try to answer any and all of your questions, uh, based on our experience and based on, uh, our w- whatever musical knowledge that we have. And, you know, and we just like to create nice discussions. So thank you so much for listening in. If you're listening to this as a podcast, we appreciate you. If you're watching live via UU plus, we appreciate you. Now it's time to go on with the show. <clears throat> So, Kahai, why don't you bless us with our very first question of the day?
1: Yeah, this is from Mm -hmm. Dougley. Yeah. And they said, I have a low-G ukulele and I like to play tabs from a variety of websites. Nice. However, I find it difficult figuring out where to remap the notes on my fretboard when the music is written for a high-G ukulele. Mm. Do you guys have any tricks for quickly and easily working out where to play notes on the G string when the tab is written for a high-G? Ooh, that's like that's
0: that's tricky. Only because uh, you're you're reading the uh, you know you're reading the notes. Sometimes when when people you know make those kind of arrangements, they have the specific um, instrument in mind. You can like I mean I'm sure and I'm sure you have. Um, but for the most part, I would <clears throat> if it was B, I I would isolate all the all the you know uh, all the high G notes that that you're going to come across. So for example, um, you know if if we're if we're playing a song, I would just kind of Take out that you know, take out that the top string for now, and just concentrate on the bottom three. Okay, and then kind of learn everything that you have on the bottom three. If there is a note that is specific to the top string that you need, that's part of the melody line. That's when I would try to figure out where it fits on the bottom three instead. Okay, if there's something missing, um, and it's and they use the top string for that, use something else here. I would try to map it out with them. Um, you know, maybe the A string, maybe the E string. Usually the E string. Um, and then just kind of fill in, after, you know, after I made an arrangement with the C, E, and A strings, that's when it would fill in, the, the, you know, the, uh, the low G. Because the low G just uh, kind of turns into a nice little foundation for, you know, for the rest of it. Because if you can play the song with the C, E, and A strings... Adding the G string in there will add a nice bass layer to, uh, to to the song. So you then have to kind of figure out where the G fits, the low G fits in all of this, if it's a high G arrangement. So, um, you know, if, if it goes up inversions and stuff, you're going to have to think of where the low G sits in that higher inversion. Okay? And... Um, you kind of have to kind of listen to where the low G will fit in the uh, in the melody line and in the background chords in general like where is the melody line is it on the A string is it on the E string and then that kind of leaves you the C and low G to kind of color whatever melody line is on this is on the E and A okay but I mean that's that's usually the case sometimes it's on C um but if, uh, you know, if you're a low G user, that's how I would approach it. Uh, there are some techniques like, um, like that, you know, high G like pull off, that are just not going to happen. You can kind of do it with, um, you know, if you run into things like that. Excuse me. Um, you can take your pointer finger, place it on the E string third fret, and that would be your G, right? So it'll be a same kind of note. So if you're doing something like, you can do it like. And you can still kind of get away with you know with uh with doing that technique. So if we got um, but you know if we got songs like like Guava Jam, where this is for droning, then it gets a little bit more difficult. That's kind of a high G specific song. You know, like you're you're gonna have to get a high G in order to play um, Guava Jam. You might be able to do it, and I'm sure people have done it in low G, but. If you're reading tabs, the, the tabs might as well just just like not exist because you're gonna have to rework that whole thing so that it fits you and your you know and your ukulele. In that sense, I mean, I don't want to overcomplicate it. If I was playing um, guava jam and had a low G, I'd play an A instead. And the reason Can,
1: being, huh? Or uh, with Aaron's uh, low G, could you show yeah.
0: it? Oh yeah,
2: yeah. yeah.
0: So. Well, first, I'm going to show people that don't know what guava jam sounds like. I'm not just going to assume that everyone knows guava jam. So, guava jam be a Okay, that's like the main, you know, the main part, right? So, I, I can't be doing that because if I did... I mean, you can, no, no, just you know, like the, the, the sound is going to be different. This yeah. kind of droning is is specific to that song, you know, like and you want that that kind of high G drone in there. So you can you can maybe like uh, pull it off with with the E string third fret, like I was talking about. So kind of, you know, it's it's a lot less of this kind of banging and booming bass. But if I were to play it in A then that kind of makes it makes it more sense because I'm playing this kind of inversion with the C. So then it'll just kind of sound like I'm, I have these ascending, you know, ascending lights. Oh. Oh. See, it just sounds beautiful, you know, like it. it Sounds like it would fit the, uh, the you know, the low G ukulele a lot more. So, Mm -hmm. that sounds super nice, (laughs) you know, with that in in A. So that you would you know you would want to kind of rearrange it for your ukulele because that you know that song is uh, arranged for a high G in the key of C. Uh I don't know what the original original key is as done by um by Sunday Manoa. or But
1: I'm um, I mean mm-hmm. yeah I was going to ask too uh can you kind of show mm-hmm? like how On a high G, you might play chords where you're not really worrying about the the G note, right? Yeah, okay. But then with a low G, you do have to play, like, the full Mm. shape, right? The full chord shape.
0: Okay, because I did mention that, you know, like, uh, when you do inversions, make sure to know where, like, the, you know, the low G kind of fits in that. So, for example, if um, if you're playing an inversion, so here's your C, here's another C, and here's a C in here, and there's another C in there. So with the high G, you can kind of get away... Playing the, the bottom three, I'm just kind of like droning out this high G as much as I as much as I can. So C this C, this C this C. It works with the uh, with the high G because it's closer to uh to the notes that I'm playing, but if I were to play with low G, which is already pretty low, you know, like in that open C, now you got and it's it kind of goes further. Away from the rest of it. So although it's still the C, gotta stick it out. So it works, but you might want to um, use the full full chorus. So instead of this C, instead of this C, so that that sounds lot better. This C and this C. Okay, as supposed to
1: it would and, be The, the one you got to be careful with, right, is like the minor 7.
0: Oh yeah. So instead, you know, if if you uh, if you have a high G and, and you're playing a song like um, "Wonderful Tonight," for example, love that song. Uh, you can substitute minor sevens. So in this case, B minor seven. So it goes G. It's late in the Doesn't really, you know, <clears throat> affect it too much, right? Because this B minor seven. Because a full B B minor would be the ring finger up here. That's a full B minor, just a B minor 7. Although you can kind of hear it when I exaggerate it, when I'm playing it during the song, you can't really tell the difference. Right? But in a low G, it would be...
2: Insulated...
0: That, that sticks out because that is an A with um, but a full B minor would be this um, this B. So you have that A base in the B minor uh, sorry B minor 7 with an A base, which doesn't really sound that great because A will not necessarily the root which is like the bottom note but you want the B to be the bottom note so it's later it's a lot more. It's late in the evening, although it can. But then it does sound mm-hmm. a lot different.
3: You know. <clears throat> Here you go. Uh, okay, wait. Um, oh. So
1: <laughs> more, more low G stuff.
3: Yeah. No, no, so, so was the question about finger picking?
1: Uh, I, I don't know if specifically finger picking, because it yeah, just said tabs.
3: Because if it was, if it's just like, like those are kind of complicated examples. Yeah. And specific to the difference between low and high G, but. If the the tab that he's looking at is just a simple like melody line can not can he just substitute the notes on the G string if they come up yeah. Oh, that's, that's what I mentioned right in the, right yeah, in the yeah, beginning,
0: yeah. where focus on the C, E and A strings. Mm-hmm. If there is, you know, if there is a high G that there, you know, that, uh, if, if he's looking at a high G arrangement mm-hmm. and he's, you know, and there is something that was on the high G that is, is missing from when he just kind of looks at the C, E and A, because everything should just be there The mm-hmm. C, E, and A. You know, the mm-hmm. entire melody picking, whatever it may be, should just consists of c e and a yeah but in the event yeah that... in the event that you do have that's when you try to figure out and that's why when i went to that like okay you can kind of you know this technique usually it's with this technique and that's when i went with the uh, e string third fret and i kind of Ooh. explained that yeah, so yeah. you know going all the way back in the beginning of the explanation um it doesn't really you know it doesn't really matter because most of the time you know the tabs are going to be c e and a on the, but on if, those strings yeah yeah on those strings the melody line but if you're coming out you know with a uh, or or you're coming across a bunch of, you know, a bunch of music that has like high G stuff in it, especially like, uh, and that's why when I went to Guava Jam, I was talking about like, this is very high yeah. G heavy. You could kind of do it, you know, if you uh rearrange the song, In that case, You wouldn't even need the tabs anymore, you know, maybe just tabs for, for reference wise, but then you're not necessarily following the tabs anymore because you're doing it in A. And, um, which would, you know, would be specific to the, to the low G. And I think that's, there's, you can, you kind of have to think of it as two different instruments, but you can use the low G to do, um, to do high G picking if most, you know, if most of the, uh, the picking notes are on C, E and A. And then,
2: and
3: then yeah. in the event that it is on the the G string, if you yeah. have a tab that has notes on the G string... You can find it on the E and the A. I think okay. we mentioned that too. So, yeah. so like,
0: give an example of that. Okay. So, I don't know what would be... Like, I mean, if, if you're doing... So, it goes back to, like, if it... If you're using the high G for for whatever it is yeah. for, your, for your melody line, it's most likely going to be a, like a, a high a- yeah a high G specific song. Okay, I don't see like any situation where like you would do like a picking unless and, like, it's kind of, like, unless it's or something. and in that case it would be a high G you know like a specific. high G specific yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah it, there's, it's very 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 rare like you know that you would. You would come up with you know with the picking that would kind of use the uh, use the high
1: G because mm-hmm. the high
0: G yeah. is usually used for droning and for like adding color to chords and stuff. So
1: <laughs> yeah, so so even like mm-hmm. the songs that we have on U plus solos where yeah. they're like chord melodies, yeah, and it tells you to like you know play out the full chord like mm-hmm. going from top to bottom to like have that uh, highlighting that like a note right with the you know full chord. That's where mm-hmm. it's like either you want to uh, if you're playing a low G, mm-hmm. you want to make sure that you're playing the full chord with whatever note you need to play on G or you're just playing C and A. Right. So it doesn't mm-hmm. have that like booming l- low G like that. Yeah. It, that doesn't stand yeah. out. So that yeah. that's something mm-hmm. else to consider, too. Yeah.
3: Yeah. 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 So I guess it's just case by case basis. Case by case. And if it sounds terrible yeah. it, when you follow the tab exactly, then you're going to have to figure out something. Mm-hmm. Else.
1: Yeah. I think, uh, and I think Jim said like in the chat and I, I, it's pretty much what you said, Aldrin. like mm-hmm. where it's like, just play it first, like play yeah, it how yeah, it's exactly. written. Yeah. See where like, it's like, Oh, that, you know, that low mm-hmm. G note is really standing out and then try and adapt to that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. 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 Play it first. Cause it might be a song that it's like, it it's works fine. either way. Mm-hmm. Too. Yeah. So yeah. don't, don't get stressed out about it. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Cause it's. You know, although I did say, like, think of it as two different instruments. That's if we're doing, like, a picking specific song. But if we're just, like, kind of strumming and, and doing, like, simple melody line picking and stuff, then usually it yeah, doesn't usually it is, the, is the same. It doesn't matter. But yeah. if we're doing songs like, and that's why I use, um, Guava Jam as a, uh, you know, as an example, because that is a, uh, a very picking heavy song that involves a high G and if you but if you really want to you know play that song that's when you transpose it to a key that's more suitable for a low g and that's why i went there mm-hmm. yeah and um and the same goes the opposite the opposite direction too you know like if you're playing a picking song that is low g heavy that's not something that that a high g can you know can do you would have to rearrange it once again for the high g yeah
1: yeah mm-hmm. like uh san right like songs that he plays on low g it's yeah. kinda, it's not like he could play on a high G, but yeah. it would sound different from how he plays it. Right? because so like,
0: like Europa is a great, great, great example. You know, like um, the way that we taught it is the way that <laughs> I learned it from Pure Heart, which is Jake's. Oh, I'm so sorry.
2: <laughs> from uh, from
0: from Jake's uh, what you call? from Jake's arrangement, which is D minor, and it fits like, like the high G a lot better. And then as opposed to like, um, Ota San, which is, a, and it just sounds beautiful with that low G. And what, what key is that in? Uh it's in, I believe, A minor.
3: Yeah. So it's a totally different key, but it fits the, the way that you are stringing the ukulele
1: kind of like you said right it's two different instruments and making sure it fits for that specific instrument
3: yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. how would you know know i mean if if it's just a tab unless it's indicated on the tab you wouldn't know if it's low g or high g right until you
0: actually play it, yeah. Unless you come across like something that that uh, that indicates that, that it's yeah. low G or high G. Yeah, and usually, yeah. like if if you're looking, you know, at a tab, or if if you're looking at, you know, uh, God forbid, like musical notation, like it should show, like you know, right at the top of the right at the top of the page, like arranged for low G, ukulele or high G, ukulele, yeah, yeah, whatever. Unless it doesn't matter, because if it doesn't matter, then you don't have to spe- specify it because it doesn't matter. Yeah.
3: yeah? And so. sometimes on the side of the tab, they'll put the G C E A next to the tab lines and if it's like a
0: if it's a lowercase g then it's definitely a high g right yeah look for those specific notes that like are specific to a low g and then you're like yeah i can't do that with my high g or like just look for any like a like a b note or lower then it's it would be pretty obvious because you can't go uh, lower than a c or middle c
1: on the regular high g ukulele yeah yeah
3: for, if, it, for, if it has
0: the actual
3: musical na- notation on yeah, the tab. yes well. yes
1: yeah that that's what i was gonna bring up too not not necessarily like well it says that to play you know uh g string fourth fret that's a b right so that does that mean that it's made for like uh low G, it's like no. You're looking for specific, like a. Uh, it's the actual dot on the notation that will give you the indication that it's low G. Uh,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Uh, Har- Harini has a question. Yeah. So she asked, except for the look of the strange ukulele you're, pl- you're playing, is there any other differences?
0: I mean, the back is like plastic.
1: The back is is, is round. Um,
0: this is pretty much indestructible. Aaron has had this for like 50 million years or whatever. <laughs> I don't know how long with whatever kind of strings. Um, since, no, like, since 2003, I think. Yeah, dude, like this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, there is a like a plastic uh, fretboard that's also different. Plastic bat, plastic fretboard. Um, it is friction tuners, but that's not necessarily different. So it's still, you know, still an ukulele. I'm not, they, you know, it's not like it's a completely different instrument or anything. It's just built differently, which is with the uh, with the plastic back, rounded back, kind of like uh, ovation style, you know, um, and plastic fretboard. But you can opt for like a wooden fretboard, yeah? yeah. Yeah, yeah. They have upgrades on the, right, the website. So. It's
3: fluke or magic, yeah, f- f- magic fluke,
0: fluke. <laughs> magic the
3: company or something yeah, yeah. Look, up,
0: look up fluke f-l-u-k-e that's like you know fluke ukuleles that should be what this is yeah this yeah aaron's um trusted partner i remember him showing this to me for the first time uh, at uh, Kapilani Park. That's not the first time you got it, but the first time I saw this. Like uh-huh. ukulele. You're like, I have a uke too. I'm like, that's awesome. You have one of those fluke ones. Uh-huh. And I'm, I kind of secretly wanted one for like a long time, but I'm like, I don't need it. And I just never bought one. Yeah. I remember Deech a long time ago. He's like... And- He's like, so what kind of Wait, fluke would you want? Huh? Actually yes. I actually have another question. Okay, fluke related <laughs> questions. Let's go.
1: Well, it's not not fluke related. Okay, Logi related. Uh, kind of. Okay. So so Jogo asked, uh, what's the idea behind these slash chords? Seems like they come in an infinite combination, mm-hmm. and one can find the fingerings easy enough. But what do they mean when they call it x over y over okay. how? Yeah. And um, well, yeah. I, was, I asked you to hold on to uh, Aaron's one because uh he gave a specific like uh, example. Yeah. Like G slash A. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. So what that means is the first chord that
0: you see, or the first letter, that's the chord that you're going to play, okay? And slash whatever note, um, it's going to be the bass note. So that means as a G with a, what do you say, A? With an A bass. So here would be our G. So that would be um, G, D, G are the notes so instead of g is a low we would have the a which is right here so here's our new g slash a mm-hmm. so here's g and here's g slash a so it does sound different but you can just ignore it <laughs> and yeah like, and, for, and especially for high yeah. g yeah especially g for high g doesn't matter
3: mm. you can just ignore the slash chord yeah that's
0: that's exactly Basically what it is. But you know with with Ukulele, like I don't know. I've done stuff where like oh maybe it's not the bass, maybe I just have that note in there or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like I just add add, yeah. uh, so add like that. So like for a, our, you know? our last play along, yeah. You had uh what chord was that? It was a slash know, chord. There was a lot.
3: <laughs> Which one? And you just you just added that note in
0: there. Oh like a no oh, uh G slash A. It was I think like a G slash A. Uh-huh. And I think I used this or Ooh. did I say add nine? Because that is also an add nine. I forget you think of it as uh, you know because the A is in there I don't know what, what the chord is <laughs> but got there, there was a lot of chords in that it song it was the <laughs> thank god for the next song next month oh <laughs> <laughs> after the crazy million chords we got we got a two chord song for you next month yeah. it was F, awesome it was an
3: F slash G oh um yeah that no no or... you just did an F but you added oh with three... this Oh, what it was like? A, it was uh two zero three zero. No, oh, no, what no, Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, this is like an
0: F chord, but instead of F, and you just added, added the added G on yeah. there. Right? Yeah, that works. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's many ways yeah. to play it. Yes, but, um, but really, you know, like um, ukulele wise, I don't quote me on this because you know I'm probably gonna get bombarded by these like music theorists you know that like with their fancy schmancy music degrees like no you can't do that (laughs) you're not supposed to (laughs) yeah you're not supposed to do that and it would become whatever chord instead i'm like well that chord sounds good too (laughs) (laughs) like that's you know but i just kind of add the note in there somewhere i don't know i've i've gone through years of playing ukulele how would you play the f slash g on the low G on the high g or on the low low G? g So it's an F chord with the G bass. With the G, try G base. turn a little bit. Oh. This way. Yeah. So it's an F chord, right? This is A, so if we lowered it to this that's uh flat and there's that's G.
3: Oh, F with a G bass.
0: Bass yeah. note. Yeah. 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 I uh, so I wrote back is to A and then A flat G. as it is
2: yeah
1: i wrote back to joko and i i explained it too like in writing it out mm-hmm. but i i also said like that you'll probably see slash chords for music like uh guitar you know tabs yeah, and, it happens
3: with guitar yeah. a lot more
1: and uh piano tabs too because yeah. like mm-hmm. they specifically want you to play like that bass note right like mm-hmm. hit that bass note here yeah but like so with ukulele, you can yeah you can ignore it or you can try and play it to make it sound a little bit closer mm. to you know whatever sound song you're trying mm. to replicate. But if you don't, it should still sound like the <laughs> yeah, song. Yeah. It's not too crazy.
3: Yeah, yeah. Because like for with low G you can sometimes play the slash chords. Mm-hmm. If they're available to you on the G like, string. If it's close. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <if> it's close. <laughs> but with the high G ukulele, yeah. technically none of the notes are bass notes because yeah. they're all above middle C.
0: Yeah, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. This is another case of those like... Hey. Just, you know, it's there. Sure, <laughs> <Or> it's there. <laughs> Do whatever you Just want. Just do whatever <laughs> you want. Like, that's, like, it's, uh, the chords are not meant for, like, high G ukulele. Although you can, you, you can add that in there. Like, so if you got a G slash D, for example, like G, so you already have that, like, slash D in there. But if you really want that to stick up, you can hit this, like, higher D, you know? But, a music theorist would probably be like, No, that's well then that chord is this. That's, and that's not standard. a slash. Like, you know what? That's <laughs> yeah, fine.
3: Don't do chill. That's like <laughs> a that's like a ad whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Chill, man. <laughs> I remember, yeah, it's like somebody on mm-hmm. uh I don't know what, like u one oh two or something, yeah. you know, Ugala one and two. Uh somebody was like, That technically that's not a inversion. It's uh so I forget what word they use. <laughs> it would be this because you're not inverting the notes so it's like that. It's like it's it it's you're just playing the notes higher up on the fretboard so we're we're just calling it a version. Yeah. I mean yeah. it is an inversion. <laughs> yeah. It would be an inversion. It would be an inversion. Yeah. Yeah. I mean there's
0: there's rules to everything and there's like r- like rule breaking to everything so like
1: because <laughs> it, it's, it's just it's people who want to be like semantic yes. about yeah. things right yeah, and it's yeah. like in the end it doesn't really matter so yeah Yeah. okay Uh, next let's move on (laughs) yeah harini asked do you have any tips for arranging a piano piece into a ukulele piece oh and this is Hamsini. sorry
0: oh okay okay i mean you know look at the um look at the piano piece mostly because the ukulele is such a melodic instrument you want to take a look at the um the, the right hand stuff the right hand, unless the melodies in the left hand for the most part the right hand um uh stuff is what you want to be looking at because that's going to give you the melody line try to see if you can figure out the um the the melody line from the, of what the right hand is doing in your ukulele um other than that uh you can mix in notes from the uh from the left hand to just kind of add color or add uh chords to the melody that you're playing but for the most part if you just play that melody you should be all good that's like my best advice for doing like piano arrangements so you can like i think um I, I, we were doing uh, oh, i forgot which like uh, I don't know if it's Bach or... I think it's like Bach that we were doing at one point. And I was trying to add like the the left-hand bass because it was very prominent. So there's some songs that you you can't avoid uh, playing the left-hand stuff. But for the most part... Um, focus on the right hand because that's that's treble uh, that's treble notes that would be right in the realm of our ukulele unless you have a low g which then makes it a little bit more complicated because you can add some left hand notes but still sticking to the to the right hand stuff because you couldn't go any lower than uh than the the, the (laughs) low g which is the g below the middle c yeah yeah so it's so, not. So it's still not that long. Yeah. yeah. So that's
3: like five individual notes. Yeah. <laughs> so when it. you think when you think about
0: it, <laughs> the the right hand stuff that I'm talking about is uh your ukulele oh, four, is a uh, four,
3: four? notes yeah yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so with um you know with your with your ukulele um the the c here which is your lowest note on a high g ukulele that's the middle c so anything above that piano wise that's what you can kind of figure out um the low g in the ukulele as i mentioned is you know is just the the g below like right below the middle c and that's pretty much as low as you can go um you can get a another you know another ukulele if you really want to like arrange a, a a piano song you can bring two ukes and you'll get a lot more you know a lot more sound maybe a baritone ukulele just so you can get like the left hand stuff and um and a high g ukulele so that you can or maybe even a low g it just depends on your preference so that you can kind of handle the left and right hand stuff um a great reference to this is um Check out uh, Jake's song called Piano Forte. Because pianoforte was his kind of attempt at creating, you know, uh, creating a piece that had left and right hand piano uh piano melodies in it and then he kind of split it into you know to two parts his brother um did you know did one part i think i think bruce played the uh the right hand because it was like the you know like the easier stuff uh-huh. like the left hand was like the harder things oh. uh and then jake played like the left hand stuff which I actually have a funny story. I think I've told this before. Um, we, I, I played that song with Jake in, in Denver at the Denver Ukulele Festival because yeah. he's a like video. video of it yes, online. that's right. There is a video. Yeah. You know, there's a video online on YouTube, and we can link it, and you can find it on the description. Um, we'll link it in the show notes. <laughs> he, he's like, "Hey, Aldrin, we're going to be in the same show and stuff. Would you like to kind of play a song?" I was like, "Yeah, that would be awesome." And he's like, "Awesome. Do you want to play piano forte?" I'm like. And I'm not going to tell him, like, oh, dude, I don't know that song or whatever. Uh-huh. You know, I'm like, sure, let's do it. Because I'm like, how hard could it be? <laughs> so I was listening to Piano Forte. I'm like, that's a lot of notes. <laughs> so uh-huh. That's a kind of a stretch, too. And um what he meant was just do the right-hand part, which is, like, Bruce's part, which is, like... Uh-huh. Like, really, like, simple stuff. Yeah. And then when I, when I came there, I was like, all right, you want to go practice? He's like, okay, cool. So, um, and then when I started playing it, he's like, oh, so you're going to play that part. I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> oh, you're going to play that part. <laughs> well, I had the option to do to the easy part. <laughs> so he's like, it's like, no, no, just play that. Like, if, if that's what you practice, then just play that. Uh-huh. I was like, you know, I, it's not too late. I can play <laughs> the easy part. He's like, no, no, you sound good. I was like, oh, my God jeez so i was if you watch that you know that clip um he brought me up on stage and i couldn't you know for the life of me be like hey what's going on jake i couldn't relax because i'm like Uh, all right uh, yeah i don't want to mess this up for you know for uh for jake shibabukuro on stage I, i i have to be at full concentration and it's like a rare moment that Aldrin guerrero is like is really in tune with his ukulele where i'm like nope Nobody, nobody distract me. Uh-huh. This is like I'm trying to play it as perfect as possible, and uh, uh-huh. you know, and I thought I'd, I thought I did okay, you know, for learning yeah. that song like a day before, uh-huh. <laughs> and yeah, not to mention I, I learned it the day before because he's like, hey, I noticed that you were gonna be in the same, you know, gonna be in the same town, <laughs> and um, I was visiting my then girlfriend, uh, mm-hmm. who's now my wife and uh and i was like okay well i just i just talked to jake this morning he wanted me to play the song with him so if you don't mind i'm just gonna go work real quick and i'm like trying to figure out because i don't know i'm like not good with tabs so i was trying to figure out by ear i'm like why did i say yes to this i'm gonna be like you want to play body surfing instead that's something familiar yeah but i don't know but Maybe we'll mention that in two weeks. Yes, there's a great segue. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it's a great segue because, and thank you for your question, Hamsini. Like, that's, that's my, um, you know, my, my suggestion. Think of the right hand stuff. Um, you can rearrange the left hand stuff, you know, by, by moving it up, um, maybe a, an octave. And if, if the left hand has the melody line, but most of, most of the time, the right hand's the melody line. If the left hand has it, move it up a, um, an octave and try to figure out that way. Okay, so um, in speaking of Jake, in two weeks we finally have we set a date. It's in stone. Not next week, but the week after, which would be May six. I I believe right, May six. So May six is going to be very busy ukulele yep. on the ground day because mm. May six we have Jake. Shima Bukuro coming to this show. Like,
2: this. <laughs> uh, I don't know how we got, yeah, I don't, but, know, I don't know how we
0: got like the best ukulele player in the world who plays like like everywhere in, in this silly podcast that we have. Like, I'm, I don't know how we did it, Kai, but we did it, man. We did it. We can retire. This is going to be our last episode, I think. We can just. Hmm. Can retire on top i think you know okay <laughs> it's all downhill, downhill from here <laughs> now nah, i got one more guest up my sleeve right after right after jake but you know let's not worry about this cross that bridge when we get there okay now um, yeah, Jake will be coming in. Um, we, you know, we kind of gave you guys a heads up, you know, like a week or two ago that Jake was going to be, uh, coming down to the podcast. So feel free to ask anything. Just, um, just ask us, like, so that we can kind of compile the question so that when Jake comes, we'll just ask, you know, ask the question that we, that we got. Okay. Of course, you can still ask questions live and whatnot. But for the most part, you get a higher chance of getting your question answered if you ask us beforehand. So. Uh,
1: Kahai, where can they ask their questions for Jake Shimabukuro? Well, people who are, uh, watching live right now, mm-hmm. and if you're using the Discord chat, mm-hmm. just leave a question there and then the put Discord. like the, yeah, this is, this question is for Jake, you know? Yeah. Cause it'll save it there. But then if not, you can just, uh, send it to questions at yeah. Uglala Underground. I'll pull that up. Yeah. I, a little bit of advice though.
0: Um, I suggest, Asking, you know, asking questions that someone like that someone only like Jake could answer. You know what I mean? Like, because uh, if you were to ask a question that like I could answer, that would be you know. I'm not saying it's like a waste or whatever, but it would be you know you would get the same answer if if you ask that kind of question to me. But we have the opportunity, you know, to have like the the top ukulele player in the world to answer questions. So think of stuff that you would ask the the head honcho you know like that yeah like that guy so think of questions you would ask jake not be like so what's the difference between high and low g it's like we can do that here on you know on the podcast think of stuff like for jake like what kind of you know like um at at the shows like what's your you know what's your setup how do you make it sound so good or whatever you know like and those those kind of things like you're um you know like tone wise like what do you do to make your ukulele sound so crisp or so whole or so whatever um what kind of you know kind of pedals are you running kind of what whatever those kind of things specific to jake is what i would suggest you guys ask because this is a rare opportunity to have like the man yeah here you
1: know Yeah, so, we so, have,
3: we have questions. Yes. Yes. I we also want to open it up to everybody. Yeah, like
2: <laughs>
0: how are you so good at pool? <laughs> yeah.
1: so, so if you send a question yeah. here to this email, yes. make sure that you put in the subject line that it's for Jake. This is for Jake. Yeah because yeah. otherwise like we might get it and you know if it's we'll just answer oh, it oh, oh yeah we <laughs> okay. can answer that next week great right? so yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah so um, I mean that that question too like the piano thing because Jake has done a song like pianoforte, that's mm-hmm. something that you could you know you could ask him it's like oh you know like uh, I want to arrange a piano song I know you've arranged a, you know like a piano like song called pianoforte. how would I go about you know arranging a piano too okay. like that's that what's, was a great question what's you know your advice yeah, about, although man? I can answer that question someone like Jake would probably have have, like a better answer even, even more <laughs> yeah, even, insight into yes. the process so stuff like that you know what i mean like or um or if you're you know if, if you're looking to kind of break into the business or break into like you know uh, performing ukulele like what you know you can ask him like what kind of advice does he have for uh you know for somebody who's Looking to uh, to kind of do what he does, you know, like mm-hmm. to like how I you can say something like, "Well, I played, you know, like I played at my uh, at a bunch of local coffee shops. Like, how do I expand? How do I do this?" Great question to ask, you know, Jake mm-hmm. yeah. because that's basically what he did. He was playing at places like Coffee Talk on, like, you know, on Oahu and and diamond head Cove, <laughs> and, you know, like now look at him, he's it's, you know playing at like Hawaii Theater. <laughs> it, it's funny because
1: it's like uh, you know, you're saying like, oh. Yeah, save it for Jake. But then you, you also have a pretty good history of <laughs> don't don't you like you yeah. know Jake's history pretty well too. Yeah, but I
0: mean, if you want to get as far as I have, that's not that <laughs> not that far, you know what I mean? But like Jake is Jake, like that's hey. someone you want to. That's someone I, I want to ask. Like how well, how are you, you doing, Jake? I've played in a bunch of places, but how do I get as far as you? you to your level? <laughs>
3: well,
1: not I, I wasn't saying that. Uh, you, yeah. like from your experience, oh, I was saying like yeah. that you actually know jake's history yes. so you can, oh yeah oh, you yeah, can yeah, recall yeah. jake's yeah. history too so
0: yeah 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 are... I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a jake fanboy like i would know the answer
1: to that <laughs> we, we have a, a podcast earlier right mm. that's called the book of jake <laughs> so <laughs> just, right, the book yeah. of jake yeah i
0: mean you know uh, it's it's a rare opportunity like i you know we uh this is our first time even though we've been friends like prior to ukulele underground this is one of the rare times that you know we've We've just asked him to be on the show because we're shame. You know what I mean? We know he's he's got a million and one things to do, but it's just like, hey, you know, you want to like you want to come on the pod and he's like yes I'm like, <laughs> oh i was scared that you were like you know that you didn't want to do it but he's a super cool dude and i just i was ashamed to ask you know so mm-hmm. now i i don't know i guess you know as as a as a dad now i'm just like my shame has kind of slowly been fading away <laughs> so i've just i just asked you know and um He's he's coming. He's coming. So two weeks from now, he's putting some time, you know, like uh, aside for us, you know, to, to hang out with us here on the podcast so we can ask him a bunch of questions. Yeah. I'm also going to be asking him some stuff and uh, and talking about you know the, the past and whatnot because I don't want him to just be coming coming in and answering Ukla questions. I want him to feel, you know,
2: <laughs> feel
0: like, like it's a normal episode of the Thursday, you know, uh podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and, girl podcast. yeah. and then also on the sixth Yes, also on the 6th, we have our third, third fourth. Fourth, <laughs> fourth edition of uh, of the open mic of ukulele underground open mic. So, once again, open mic ukulele underground is going to be Thursday, <laughs> May 6th. It's going to be a doozy for Kahai that day, <laughs> like streaming wise. It's going to be a lot of stuff, huh? Isn't this the fifth
1: time we've done it?
0: No, no, no before because we did it the first time we did it was february, february. Yeah, okay. yeah yeah yeah. huh i can count i can math <laughs> i'm asian man you, you don't mess with me <laughs> math wise but don't go over 10 we can <laughs> any like you know math under under double digits you got it dude i'm your guy <laughs> mm-hmm. so uh, yeah, so we have an open mic, so make sure you, you know, you prep up your song for that. Everyone knows where to go, you know, just check it out. It's awesome. Like we uh we love all the people that come down and share their uh share their songs and share their music with us. There's always it's always a good time. There's a lot of people that come and uh you know, even if there wasn't that much people, we're still going to have fun, you know We'll be there. Uh we'll try to see if we can convince Jake to uh to stick around and peer you know, pressure yeah, him, peer pressure him <laughs> too, you know. It's like, "Jake, come on, man. We" this is just the first time that we would had you in ukulele on the ground in how many years come on just come on man just, just you know make him do everything yeah <laughs> you know oh, jake you changed man yeah. <laughs> oh that's cool man i know you got i ain't got a lot of stuff to do that's that's why you know just
2: <laughs> oh. no no uh,
0: i'm gonna try it. i'm gonna try to be like you know as as nice as possible to my friend because because we're friends it easily like goes to that realm where like i just start like ribbing on him you know uh-huh. so i'm going to try my best to not rib on the man <laughs> cuz uh last like the the podcast that they invited me to like his you know his podcast mm-hmm. i sort of kind of ribbed on him like. uh-huh so uh remember that that was that that was awesome (laughs) but yeah you know i'm I'm gonna try to show show our guest a a good time and and not not heckle him
1: (laughs) well while we're like uh kind of making announcements Mm -hmm. too uh you want to talk about or mention uh what we're gonna do not this coming saturday but the following saturday too Wait, what, what are we doing? Allegheny Ukulele, ukulele oh. Soiree. <laughs> Jeez.
0: <laughs> oh, man, it is so busy. Okay, in two weeks, we have the Allegheny Ukulele Soiree. So for more information than that, you can check out their Facebook or you can check out their website at, uh, I believe, Allegheny mm-hmm. no, ukulele, so ukulele com. Soiree. So check that out. Allegheny Ukulele Soiree. Um, if, if you don't know how to spell al- Allegheny or Soiree, you can uh, click on the link in the show notes or click on the <laughs> link below. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I, they, they still have like uh, tickets open, I think. So you can buy, mm-hmm. it's a virtual. So it's a
0: virtual, yeah. um, online ukulele festival. Mm-hmm. Aaron and I are going to be there and Kahai is going to be there too. I'm going to do a uh, a Hawaiian workshop. We're going to be teaching noho paipai and, you know, maybe one other song. Uh, I'm going to go over some like Hawaiian related techniques. Uh, we're, go- we're going to be playing a short 15, 20 minute set. Depends how fast we can do the, uh, the Hawaiian stuff. But uh, it's gonna be uh, a lot of fun. It's gonna be Neil Chin and a bunch of other awesome musicians that are gonna be there. Check out the website for more info to see who's uh, you know who, uh, who's gonna be there and who's giving a workshop and what because it's awesome. Eddie, you know any um time there's like a virtual uke fest or or you know virtual workshops you guys should definitely jump on it because um we we live in, in a golden time of you know of ukulele learn like online learning. So make sure you take advantage of everything that's that's being put out there right now. Because um some of these festivals You don't get to see these guys do their thing or teach their thing unless you fly over there. You know, to fly over to Allegheny, for example. But, you know, this is a rare opportunity to experience that very same festival from the comfort of your own home. So make sure you take advantage of that, okay? And uh, that goes with any um, of the ukulele festivals or any kind of ukulele happenings coming up. Because we know the big one um, coming up in July is also a virtual event. That's the um, Ukulele Festival of Hawaii. That's like that's that's the big kahuna okay so we are going to be a part of that i don't know if we can announce that yet but i think i think that's pretty much like you know the thing we finally <laughs> we did it we did it erin <laughs> <laughs> we finally get at the way festival of hawaii it's like uh, it's bittersweet
3: because it's not in person <laughs>
0: <laughs> we might we might that, be we might be there you
3: know, in person was the only way that they could get us on <laughs> it's a virtual <laughs> event
0: <laughs> yeah you know like um that's a that's a story for my book <laughs> that's something that i would never tell on this on this show I just wait for my my biography to come out and see my opinions on, on this subject but yeah you know it's, it's going to be awesome um craig and sarah are going to be putting you know putting it together um it's it's going to be a good time like it's just looking at the lineup i, ca- I can't see what the lineup is yet but it's just like oh, this is this is going to be fun <laughs> like it's it's going to be stacked. The lineup is stacked. I mean, Craig and Sarah, if you guys have done or have attended any of their, uh, of their festivals or their events, you know it is going to be a good time. It's, and you know there's going to be a big hearty laugh courtesy of Craig. It's going to be great. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Okay. So uh, that's going to be in July. So it's a little bit further away. But for now, let's focus on Allegheny, which is two weeks from now. Uh, Saturday, May what, Kahai? Oh, uh, for Allegheny? Yes. The 1st. May 1st. Okay, so not this coming Saturday, but the next Saturday? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so not in two weeks, in like a week and a half. like Mm -hmm. Not like one week, (laughs) like a week and a day. So like in eight days, we have uh, the Allegheny Ukulele Festival, or Ukulele Soiree. Okay, Mm -hmm. not to be confused by festivals. So this is a soiree. Is it a fancy soiree? Hi, do you know? Does it say on the website if I have to use a bow tie? Uh, I just bar yours, I guess, right? yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I guess so. I don't know.
1: Yeah. All right, so... Um yeah, moving on. Uh before we uh I we do what I think you want to do. Yes. Uh can we give a student review, a quick student review for Renee because okay. that's why. I... Oh
0: yeah, 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 we were just watching that earlier, yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. So Renee sent us a student review. She is using a U base. So this is going to be a little bit different from, you know, a regular student review, but it is a U base, so ukulele base, I guess it's still related. And, you know, it uh, it it helps that I also have been playing like ukulele bass lately, or just mini basses. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not even ukulele bass. I've been playing a mini bass, and uh, yeah, I kind of you know. I've I've been learning a thing or two, so I could give advice, maybe. You know, that's what people do on YouTube nowadays, right? <laughs> you play ukulele cool a little bit. You're like, I can teach this, <laughs> and then they react to things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've
1: been playing for <laughs> two months. <laughs> I don't want to get months.
0: specific, but okay, because <laughs> <laughs> that that was meant to be a general
1: thing. So like, you know, it, it still is pretty anyway, general. Yeah, I think, well, so. I've been
0: playing for like two whole weeks. Like, you know, I could I could teach this to somebody. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway. Um, yeah, so, Renee, great job. I think you're doing, you know, I think you're doing really well. You've been playing the U-bass, you know, for, for a while now. Uh, your form, you know, has, has gotten a lot better. Um, it, it could use a little bit more kind of back here as opposed to, like, a little bit more like this because you're playing it more like a, like an ukulele, you know, like, like this. But bass-wise, you kind of want to keep this here so that your um, your, your, your wrist kind of just hangs over. And then you can kind of tickle the keys from from here in in a very relaxed way on on your wrist. The way that you have it, which is in front, and then you're kind of bending it this way, um, that causes uh, this bend right here where it's like, you know, it's kind of, it's, it's bad because it's coming from an angle. Whereas here, it's just, you're just putting it down. Yeah, it just kind of hangs down like so. This one doesn't hang down because you have to kind of lift it up a little bit, okay? So that's not going to be good for your wrist too much. But she's, I mean, I think it's rather low. So she's kind of coming at it from this angle. So it's not too bad, but, you know, bring it up just a little bit. Because even if it's at a low angle, I'll stand up for this. Um, For that, because you're kind of playing it like this, right? So there is a slight bend. Oh, this way. There's a slight bend like that. But if you're coming out like here, you know, maybe. Oh,
1: it's okay. It's
0: more, a lot more relaxed, you know, so you can kind of just tickle the keys like this. Okay. Um, <clears throat> groove wise, uh, I love that you're practicing with, you know, with a track and stuff. That's definitely going to be helping out with your groove. Um, I, I dig the, uh, the MIDI things that you're, you're kind of grooving to. Um, but uh if if possible see if you can groove to the actual song because the midi is still kind of set to Mm, like you know to a a yeah like kind of robotic whereas the actual you know the actual track has got a little bit more of a swing to it and the groove is a lot closer to what you should be doing as opposed to like keeping everything perfect or whatever but other than that it's it's really just minute stuff you know what you're doing is great keep doing what you're doing but with just little bits of tweaks like um the bass is for groove, yeah. So um, make sure that you're grooving with it and not just kind of following. And and it kind of seemed like you wanted to groove, but because it was like kind of midi, it was like very straightforward, you know.
1: There there was notes where it seemed mm-hmm. like she was kind of like anticipating the note coming, yeah, 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 and yeah. either like playing ahead or like yeah. playing behind because the note, like she hears like the chord playing, mm-hmm. and then she goes, "Oh, it's my turn to play," yeah, but. A bass a bass player kinda it needs to be like they're the foundation with the drums, right? So they're mm. they're the ones telling like, you know, the piano player or others like mm. play this this is the beat, you know. They're mm. the glue holding the, the two sides together. Mm. So. Yeah, and
0: mm-hmm. also, I mean that that advice with the you know with the wrist thing—it's a little bit different only because she has like like a fluke kind of you know base, mm-hmm. like that that V or triangle shape and stuff. So it's a little bit harder. And we've talked about this before, and I think I've mentioned this before on this exact show from the last time she said something. But um, you know, just see if you can uh, adjust a little bit. And um, I know you want to rock out with your base all the way down here, but like, see if you, it looks a little bit um you know do whatever you want <laughs> like just if it's comfortable for you down there because i would bring it up a little bit so that you know like it would kind of feel like you could just lay your forearm on top of that you know like on top of the side and so that you can hang your uh, hang your wrist and tickle the keys or tickle the keys tickle the strings um that would be my suggestion but if you feel good with it down there i don't, I don't want to mess with it you know
1: yeah 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 it's good if
0: you feel like you can groove down there
1: groove does she have a bass amp uh, i'm not sure yeah she, uh, i don't know if she ever said yeah uh, yeah I, so, it I like kinda, sound better. Yeah,
3: yeah. i, I kind of mm-hmm. feel like with a bass amp or at least like uh mm-hmm. some kind of sy- system where you can plug in and model a bass yeah, amp yeah. you could hear the difference between like plucking too hard and mm-hmm. you can adjust like be able to pluck it softly but still have a good tone mm-hmm. um because <clears throat> i think right now she's just trying to learn the notes yeah. right yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. fine and then but eventually she's going to have to get to the point
2: yeah, or, the, the tone. or she's going
3: to run into that that point where like yeah. the tone actually matters so yeah. it's so it, at that point probably get like a yeah. good uh, maybe headphones or yeah. some some way to plug headphones into your bass and then you can really listen to what you're playing and how the tone mm. can, yeah. you can you can change the tone Based on yeah. your attack on the string, it
1: kind of because it kind of sounds like she's plugged into like a guitar amp or something, right? Mm. And her tone is kind of like it is that very bright tone, mm. yeah. Which, if you're going for that, that's fine, but yeah. a lot of bass players kind of like to roll off on that, right? Mm. And like, yeah, do a darker, more like subdued tone, so yeah,
3: and it'll be easier on a bass amp to, to dial that in,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, or uh, if I can make a suggestion, it would be like she's using uh, her pointer finger to pick, or, mm-hmm. like, mostly. Uh, and that's kind of what they suggest, you know, like, when you first start off, you do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think she's at the point where she can start thinking about Two. alternating between yeah. her pointer and her middle mm-hmm. <laughs> like this. and doing that. Yeah, And that's why this, like, this form is so
0: important. Yeah. Because that's kind of like that. That's the form. Yeah. Right? Um, I, and I was going to mention that, like, I've actually, I'm having the same thing. Because I'm an ukulele player, like, my nails... I just I can't help it like I'm Good. not a bass player so I'm not gonna cut my nails uh-huh. so that I can you know like play bass just better. For like bass. just for playing bass so I've uh I've been messing around with the EQs and I just I just cut the highs right off you know what uh-huh. I mean? like I don't I don't need that so on the, on the YouTube videos and stuff that that I've been doing with the bass in it that's all with like very 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 cut treble so it sounds a lot boomier sounds a lot more you know more thicker as far as the uh what 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 did they what does adam neely call it what's, what's the sound uh guy? there's more um i don't know that that, that that bass more that bass. tone yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, bass. it's there's, there's a word the uses bass. um <clears throat> but yeah it, you know it sounds it sounds a lot better that way because there's no like, kind of scratchy tone from my you know from my nails so i kind of just cut the trouble but anyway we got to get to this next part because oh. we didn't get to it last week so well, we don't uh, have time
1: can i can i give one more yes thing to, go ahead to like, uh she's only, it seems like she's using her pointer finger a lot yeah. to play, like, almost all the notes. Yep. On her fretting and, hand. Yeah, and yeah. sliding to those positions. Uh Try and spread it out between the rest of your fingers. Like, mm-hmm. use either your ring mm-hmm. or your pinky, you know. Yeah,
0: I think we've talked about that before jumps. in, like, a,
1: in a private lesson and stuff. Yeah. Where she just kind of, you know,
0: wants to just play everything on that pointer finger, yeah. Uh-huh. Move, move, move 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 your hand well move actually your keep your
1: hand if the it's you're playing a note that has like yeah. you know within four frets keep your hand in the same position yeah. and just use your pinky or your, yeah. your i meant i meant
0: finger yeah move your finger yeah, yeah. 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 move your fingers Move. Mm-hmm. all right so this next thing we, we gotta get going because we you know we want to set the uh, the deadline for for people because the deadline for us is was supposed to be last week but we never mentioned it last week so uh the uh, here on Ukulele Underground podcast, we run a thing called the um, songwriting challenge. So the songwriting challenge. Um, you know, we, we challenge you guys to write a song based on um, parameters that we uh, that we create here on the show. And uh, this time, we did what's you know what, uh, what Kai calls a musical Mad Lib. So we come up with something, we put a blank in there, and you put in your own thing, okay? And then you write a, a song based on that Mad Lib that you just created. So explain a little bit further, Kai, because I can't see the uh, the Mad Libs right
1: now. <laughs> yeah, uh, so, what were the Mad Libs? Uh, we had like a blank five one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we had one six blank five okay and then we had uh or you can use the prompt my dog has blank my dog yeah. has
0: blank
2: yeah
1: mm-hmm. okay so um i usually <clears throat>
0: usually go first this time i wrote an instrumental and i i use the um blank five one so i was like i was thinking oh can i use your your uke it sounds better on your uke actually with the low g <laughs> I mean, oh,
3: yeah?
0: yeah this is there's a part in there i'll, I'll show you later they're like it it sounds better on this. I'm gonna play a. This is my low G song. This is uh called My Dog Has. I don't know, what should I call it? Just so that I can cross off another one. <laughs> that's a gimme. That's a gimme. Yeah, that's a gimme. Uh, my dog has groove. <laughs> okay, so I, I used a 651 and I thought I was being clever. I'm like, oh, this is like it's. You know, six five one is not that common. Like, again, it's gonna be great. It's gonna sound awesome. But six is the uh, minor relative to one. So it's basically one five, like five and then one yeah. and one again, but one like a five, minor. One. You know, <laughs> so yeah. So uh, it, it ended up being kind of you know kind of kind of simple, but, which is cool because I I you know I just ran with it. Like I went where the song was going, and this is what I got. So I'm in the key of C. My six five one is going to be A minor, G, C. Okay, it goes like this.
2: Ah. ah ah <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: see that little jeep it's like yeah. a lot better yes. <laughs> hey thank you song's called my dog has grew <laughs>
3: although the intonation on this isn't that great when ah. you go up because i still haven't changed these strings
0: <laughs> oh it's, it's supposed to go
2: uh,
0: that's the part i was like what uh, what is it
3: i no, forgot, <laughs> I forgot
0: own song. then the ending is like the ending of that phrase yeah, ah yeah, yeah. whatever you guys got the idea <laughs> yeah. but it does sound better on low G yeah it's way <laughs> is that what you wrote it on mm. oh, uh, okay. my Ali Kumakani ukulele nice and I'm like nah it will sound. It sounds okay in, in, in high G and then when I was tinkering with your ukulele earlier I was like nah no, do it's a low G because song it's a low G song yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: because that part where was, um goes um uh-huh so this low g or low b it's going to be like yeah. match is nice with that with that d in there but that's my song um because we got a weak you know extension so i, I cleaned it up made it even better <laughs> because uh now uh, when i first made it it sounded like well, who's that you no know, we we're talking we we're talking about it's kind of sounds like because it was an a at first oh and then so it'd be a like, yeah, yeah it sounded a, like a, home by philip phillips uh, or something <laughs> Oh, I forgot how it originally sounded. There yeah. was
2: something.
0: That was the original uh-huh. that I did. I'm like, no, no, get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Get out of here with that. So it was cool that we got, you know, we got the week break. I kind of changed it up a little bit and it sounded, you know, a little bit different. Still kind of has that traces of, you know, of, of that Phillips in there, but it's all right. Now it's more like
1: Wilson Phillips. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. Um, <clears throat> Kai? Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't think of a title, but then I, I just thought of one. Oh. Yeah. My my song is called My Dog Has Fingers
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> always the, that's the gimme. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh you don't I don't know it's if you have to hold it right it, up yeah. there. Yeah, it's kinda <laughs>
0: it should I think,
3: be i think it should be um
0: my dog has game
2: <laughs> uh, yeah it's well, very uh,
0: it's very steven universe i i dug it like especially in the beginning oh as soon as that like that um that do 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 kind of hits i was like mm-hmm. ooh, rebecca
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i just i,
1: I kind of wanted to uh write like a future based kind of mm-hmm. song yeah and so it's like future base and then the other thing is like they call it kawaii bass, right? Or mm,
0: it yeah. is very Kawaii. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: So and that the uh, my the song title, it's a reference to the samples that I use. Uh-huh. And so if you if you know that reference, and you know, I'll just leave it at that. Oh, okay. if you know, <laughs> okay. yeah, I don't, I don't
0: know, <laughs> not nerdy enough for that, man. I mean, I doing brain nerdy songs in this, this show, hi.
1: Yeah, it, it, <laughs> that is like the the things I put in there huh. is like nerdy to another level too so
0: yeah. uh, see so it's too I'll bad just... what's his name is not a member anymore you know like uh what's his name like we 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 had ramen with him in north mark mark yeah. oh yeah, yeah mark yeah, would mark. know
3: yeah and he would, he would get the reference yeah, he would get the references
1: i, I think he might because there was a time when i i just said something offhand and he was like, oh, I love that Kai referenced this other podcast. Uh-huh. And I was like, he got it exactly. That's exactly <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. what I was maybe we'll,
0: maybe we'll email him for all time's sake. Like, Mark, you want to listen to this episode real quick?
1: Oh, <laughs> I think he, he does listen to the okay. podcast on hey, YouTube. Hey, hi, hi, Mark.
2: So. <laughs> how's, it, how's
0: it going? I was like, how's the
2: kid? <laughs>
1: <laughs> all, right, yeah. so, um, all
3: right. So I was trying to do, I was um, basing it off of the one, six blank. What no. was it? One, One six, six blank five five. Yep. Yeah. So I was trying to make something fancy. I had a mm-hmm. bunch of ideas and nothing was coming out. Mm-hmm. And then um, I was talking to Kahai about um, every every time on Aloha Friday Live Jam we have a uh, somebody in the chat named AJ who mm-hmm. always asks for like super local songs.
2: <laughs> yes.
3: Right. Like the yeah, most yeah. most like pigeon <laughs> local <laughs> yeah. like local Hawaii pigeon mm-hmm. songs. Mm-hmm ever and a lot of them we can't even play on the stream yeah, because it's not appropriate it's not appropriate <laughs> it's not appropriate and so um <laughs> so i started playing like just standard mm-hmm. and then i went to like oh this is f d minor g minor c so that would be like the Two
0: five, yeah, two, yeah. Five, one, six, Oh yeah okay so you just so i was just did doing, a, uh,
3: And once I got that, everything just flew up. <laughs> Did like, you start it with I wake up in the morning? Uh, no, no, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I've, I've already written a song. Like oh, okay, that, right? okay, 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 <laughs> okay. Yeah, so.
1: Yeah, I forgot to mention too that my song, it's <clears throat> one six uh, major, th- uh, Major three, yeah, uh, five. Yeah, I was listening to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, yeah. oh, what is that? What and is that? And, oh. and how I got that idea is I started writing out the song, and it sounded like "Say It Ain't So." Mm. And uh-huh. they kind of use a similar thing too, mm. right? Like that, they use like a major third major, in their song three. too. So, nice. hey, so
0: desu. Yeah, I was like, what? What is that? What it is sounds that so kawaii. Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> okay. Okay. So this is my super local song, one six.
2: 2-5 uh, mm. Back in the good old days Back in the good old days yeah. It seems so long ago Growing up in Hawaii How could we ever know it
3: would never be this way again. Growing up in the middle of the sea. Everybody sharing, cause we all one family. Me, I'm Jappapino. My cousin, Portuguese. Foot around in the yard, no one nothing on TV. Summertime come and we pack them all up In the Mazda station wagon and Toyota pickup truck. We go down to the beach, set up all the tents Time for clean the fish, right where everybody went We cruise the whole week and live the local
2: ways Brad
3: takes me back
2: Back in the good old days Back in the good old days Yeah There's no way to ever know how full our house and hearts could be. We let them overflow. Spending time with family
3: Come to the house, everybody bringing trays Only just a family, but we get the food for days <laughs> Uncle getting louder, he always buckle loose Cause he never touched a cooler with the water and the juice Pow, eat already, the kids all playing tag The sucking sorry for filling hundreds of Ziploc bags Later in the night, my father yelled, "Freaka!" he found out that my dog had bust up everybody's slipper I wanted all my cousins just to stay here anyways But that's
2: how it was Back in the good old days Back in the good old days But now they're so far away All those good times and memories Thought they would always stay Just the way they used to be After
3: school, picked a guava from the tree Trot a rotten kind at the kids across the street Play ukulele, the broken one we found. Never mind if it's lepo with a funny kind sound. Give my brother cracks if he try. For hide my purple crown royal bag all the marbles had inside. Pull Papa Willies up and down the road. And Pinky promise that we never gonna ever get old. Listen to my grandpa and do everything he says. Bruh, he had some
2: stories back in the good old days. Back in the good old day. Back in the good old day. Ah, <laughs> oh, oh,
0: bravo. What?
2: Every time.
1: You have Killer, a, every time. Do you have a title for that song? Uh, well, I, uh, My oh, My dog oh. has.
3: <laughs> Had bus up everybody slip up. <laughs> <That was okay>. <laughs> yeah.
1: Ah. <laughs> oh oh man
0: (laughs) perfectly encapsulates
3: the good old days yeah
0: good old days oh man that's man that is something that i could hear on the radio right now that's why that's what
3: i was like thinking about it and it's like (laughs) this was probably one of the easiest songs that
2: i ever like you know it just like (laughs) came out came out once i had the
3: the topic and Mm -hmm. like you know the groove to it Mm -hmm. it just like came tumbling out and so um Some local boy song, man. Yeah. yeah. And so it's funny because like the easiest song that I ever wrote is like The one that's probably would get played on local radio here, <laughs> like out of all like, Dude, the com- yeah, more would, complicated and yeah. melodic songs that I've written,
0: <laughs> this one would probably get played on the radio. That, so. that would. I mean, like if you know, if, if somebody were to listen to this podcast right now, like oh, we should just start covering that song. They were like, it, it, it would people would groove, like, people would you know, yeah, would sing along to that. Like that, I already know the lyrics. Like, t- t- uh, but a. Uh, a a verse later you know i could sing the chorus along like, uh-huh. yeah so what good old days
2: <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> awesome so yeah the, the extra week gave everyone like a, a nice you know a nice boost and all this on everybody's song so <laughs> hey everyone good job so if you want to try it out i know we said that the deadline was going to be for today but you know we had a week extension so why don't you give yourself a week extension as well um so give yourself another week. Next week, uh, all the songs are due. We'll pick, uh, we'll pick somebody that, you know, that puts us, that turns a song in and we'll give that person, you know, something, right? We'll put their, put a bunch of names on the wheel, pick a name from the wheel. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll send something really nice. Okay. Um, let's see. Do we have any other businesses to attend to before we go?
1: I know everything we mentioned before, right? Questions, yeah. sending questions to Jake. Yeah. so I yeah. questions to Jake. Um, We have the open mic in two weeks. We have the
0: Allegheny Ukulele Festival in a week and one day. Or two days, I should say. Okay? It's not this coming Saturday, but the next Saturday. All right? Uh, Everyone stay safe. Have a great one. We'll see you folks tomorrow for Aloha Friday Live Jam and the one-on-one coaching or the live coaching. (laughs) All I have is die hard, man. We'll see you folks next time. Aloha.